Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 241. We're looking at Acts chapter 9, verses 26 through 31. Let's read our passage. When he arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him since they did not believe he was a disciple. Barnabas, however, took him and brought him to the apostles and explained to them how Saul had seen the Lord on the road and that the Lord had talked to him and how in Damascus he had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. Saul was coming and going with them in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He conversed and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the brothers found out, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Well, Saul was traveling to Damascus with letters from the high priest to arrest Christians and take them as prisoners back to Jerusalem to put them in prison. Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus, not too far from the actual city gates. Then Saul became a believer. He lost his sight, was able to see for three days until Ananias came and laid his hands on him. And then Saul received the Holy Spirit. Saul was given this commission by the risen Christ to take the name of Jesus around the world. We were told in letters of Paul that he then spent three years in Arabia and back to Damascus. Now, some of that three years may have been in Damascus, but then the uh, underlings of the king of Arabia were trying to kill him in Damascus. The brothers in Damascus rescued him, let him down the wall in a basket, and he returned to Jerusalem. And that's where we pick it up today. Verse 26, when he arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him since they did not believe he was a disciple. It's been three years since he left Jerusalem. And that kind of persecution, people remember. People remember Saul. He was famous for his persecution of the believers in Jerusalem. And so zealous that he went to Damascus to, to persecute. And so now he's back. And they probably got to wonder, is he trying to infiltrate the church? Pretend he's one of us so he can get in and get, take names and then uh, bring the police and, and arrest everyone? They're afraid of him. With, with reason. So they don't believe he's really a follower of Christ. But verse 27, Barnabas, however, took him and brought him to the apostles and explained to them how Saul had seen the Lord of the road and that the Lord had talked to him and how in Damascus he had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. Well, we saw Barnabas. He was introduced to us back in chapter 4 with the examples of people who uh, were just exceptional in their generosity. And Barnabas, uh, back in, in, in chapter 4, verse 36, Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus by birth, the one the apostles called Barnabas, which is translated son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So that was the example of the generosity of people who had means, who liquidated land, sold houses, and brought the money to the apostles to feed the people, to provide for needs in the church. And that was Barnabas. His name is Joseph. He is from Cyprus. So he is 
a Hellenist. That is, he's from the Greek world, a Jew, born and raised a Jew, but living in the Greek world, and then comes to Jerusalem. So he may have been part of the Hellenistic synagogue where Stephen got into trouble. He may actually have known Saul prior to all of this. Maybe they went to the same synagogue. We don't know. And so questions are, why was Barnabas the only one to reach out to Saul? Was it because they had that common Hellenistic Jew background? Were they from the same synagogue? Did they actually know each other? Or is this just a, a testament to Barnabas? That's just the kind of guy he is. And, and I, I don't know. I've always uh, believed it's just a testament to Barnabas. That's who he is. That's why he's called Son of Encouragement, which is just, uh, that's his personality. He is, he's an encourager, and he sees Paul, and nobody will believe that he's a believer. Barnabas says, well, let me go find out. And Barnabas goes and talks to Saul and finds out he's genuine. Perhaps Barnabas had heard reports from Damascus of what had happened. It's been three years, so there's probably been some news trickle back. But even news like that, people take very skeptically. I don't know, Saul's a believer now? you got to be kidding me. But Barnabas goes and takes him to the apostles and gives the background. The risen Jesus had appeared to him and the evidence that he's been preaching the name of Jesus in Damascus. So verse 28, Saul was coming and going with them in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. So this is coming and going now with them, meaning the apostles, or with them, meaning the Christians. Now, if you read in Galatians, Paul talks a little bit about this coming. He, he went to Jerusalem to specifically meet Peter, and he says, I only met Peter and James. It wasn't a real public thing. Uh, so has he met some of the apostles? Did he just meet the others in passing but spend time with Peter and James? It's hard to say. It's hard to put the two of those together and really, really get a good picture because Luke just um, covers it pretty quickly here of uh, Barnabas brought him to the apostles and then this uh, coming and going in Jerusalem. Um, it may just be in the body of believers in Jerusalem but speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. So just as he had done in Damascus, back in Jerusalem, he's proclaiming the gospel. So verse 29, he conversed and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. So he apparently has gone to the Hellenistic synagogue, uh, perhaps the same synagogue that Stephen got into trouble at, and is proclaiming the gospel there. Now, they thought they had fixed the problem with Stephen. And because of what they did, many of the Christians fled Jerusalem. So this whole, they tried to kill him, yeah, that fits. That's, that's the pattern they seemed to take. And so they, there was a plot to kill him. And understand their hostility toward him, toward Saul, is even more so than Stephen. Stephen was a Hellenistic Jew who became a believer in Jesus Christ and then spoke boldly with the uh, proclaiming the gospel and nobody could counter his arguments. He could out-argue anybody. And so they accused him of blasphemy and, and then killed him. Saul was a Hellenistic Jew who's become a follower of Christ, but he's even worse than Stephen in some respects because he was so zealous to persecute. You know, Saul was the one standing there watching their coats while they were killing Stephen. He was one of them. 
And in fact, he took it to new levels, the, the height of persecution. Now, what a turncoat he is. So they're really upset with Saul. So yeah, there's a plot to kill him. Verse 30, when the brothers found out, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So Caesarea is down on the shore. So they took him down there and put him on a boat probably to sail to Tarsus. Tarsus is his hometown. We're told that's where he was from, from Tarsus. And we don't see Saul again for some time. So now we're going to shift gears. Uh, so we've seen the, the rise of persecution, Saul's conversion. So in verse 31, So the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. So apparently the persecution has died out over time, and the church then has a, a period of peace. So throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, the, the church seems to be doing okay. Things seem to be peaceful, but the church is being strengthened, where they're worshiping God, living in the fear of the Lord, the Holy Spirit's at work amongst them, and the church is continuing to grow. So there's going to be a shifting gears now. We're going to shift back to Peter and some of his uh, activities as the gospel continues to spread. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.